Welcome to episode two of the Book Eye Culture podcast. This week I'm joined by Anthony and Dan Ozel from the band Pacific, who released their latest single, Idols, in January of this year. You can listen to it via the link in their Instagram, where you can also find countless covers of top tracks to keep you entertained. Enjoy. Hi, I'm here with the band Pacific, who recently released their latest single in January, Idols. How are you? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for inviting us on. No problem. Uh, So I saw on your Instagram page you've been doing some covers of songs. Is that just something to pass the time? Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically uh, keeping us from going insane on lockdown. But um, no, it's it's going well. It seems to be um, getting better and better. Like we're getting more of a reaction week after week. Mm -hmm. We're doing it so that can't be a bad thing so um yeah it's just like essentially on our instagram story um we're just allowing people to just do request ask for requests so like there's like a thing you can there's like a question poll thing on 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 instagram story that you can uh ask people to write in a box and um yeah we've had all sorts from um fleetwood mac to frozen (laughs) (laughs) do you Um, see look go on no, 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 yeah, go on, go on. Do you see lockdown as something that like restricts your ability to record music, or something that gives you more time to create it? Um, it's a weird one because, like, me, me and Dan, like, uh, we live together, and um, like, we're sort of like the songwriters, mm-hmm. and um, it's strange. Like, I wouldn't say we've necessarily been any more productive on the songwriting front. Um, I think it's just the, the main difference between. Now and before lockdown, I think is the fact that we've just been a bit more raw with like everything that we're doing. Um, we're sort of a bit more. It's embracing it more, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, we're, we're unafraid to like, yeah, just sort of record, um, like, do, like just record like just me on the piano instead of like getting everything to sound perfect, like at a gig or something like that, and, and releasing that like on our mm-hmm. socials or whatever. It's I think it's just it's just changed the game a little bit um and in many ways like we feel like our like relationship with our fans and stuff like our like the fans that are most into us are, are sort of like um improved over, over this over this sort of like period and i think like even when we're out of lockdown i think like bands and artists will probably will probably like maintain the same kind of um the same kind of things that they've been doing in this sort of like lockdown period like moving forward i think it's kind of like it's a, bit, it's a bit of a game changer i think um it's just weird like you just don't see it on your instagram anymore like even like professional shots of, of like bands and whatever it's just it's all very much raw and ready like especially the bands that are sort of like you know staying active staying active and actually yeah, yeah. you can tell like the bands that are, that are staying active and the artists not just bands but artists in general like the ones that actually care about you know music and their songs and stuff and not just doing something that the record label tells them or, man- or the manager tells them or the ones that are actually are posting right now you know what i mean compared to like yeah everyone else that has gone quiet but um but yeah no it's just been it's just, we're just yeah we're just like putting ourselves out there a little bit more um but yeah i can't i can't confirm or deny that we've written maybe one or two songs <laughs> in this lockdown but uh we're in a good position where we're quite lucky that we've got two more singles actually recorded pre-lockdown you're in that studio environment <laughs> so it's been good for us that we we can embrace this more like you know raw 
content at the moment, but we do we're lucky that we have um, those two in the pipeline. Whereas if we hadn't had those two recorded, we would be probably a bit more concerned that yeah, we can't actually get a single recorded to the standard that is you know necessary for yeah, yeah. for Spotify and for all the other distributors distributors uh, streaming platforms etc. Um, so I guess that has given us some some comfort there. Uh, but yeah, no. In terms of being able to record, you can obviously loads of artists doing those, um, you know, remote recordings where you'll mm-hmm. split screen it. And uh, yeah, we're working on those at the moment. So I guess it's a mixed bag, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah. So talking about recording, is there someone in the band who takes a lead and like directs it all, or do you all give your own opinion on it? Hmm. Um, I'd say like in terms of like. It seems like songwriting. It's it's me and Dan. I, I'm mm-hmm. an, I'm Anthony, I'm the singer. And um, in terms of like in the studio, I don't know, sort of not directing as such or con- or conducting or like what or what have you. But I'd say like I'm probably the most hands on in terms of um, the arrangement, probably. The, yeah, the arrangement of the songs yeah. and and um and just the general sort of like instrumentation and stuff. But um, but no, everyone has their everyone like even like Dave and Drew, uh, drummer and guitarist, like everyone like. Um, has their input, has their say, and adds their like 100%, yeah. flair, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you look at all your songs on Spotify, "Life in Short" seems to be your most popular one. Yeah. Do you feel that that's your best one? Um, so far, tough one, tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I the last, the latest song that we release, "Idols." Fingers crossed mm-hmm. that will take over. Um, yeah. We feel as a band that that song is our like the best thing that we're most proud of um mm-hmm. putting out there um to date but um but yeah life in short it just got onto like a load of playlists when it came out and um discover weekly spotify's like um algorithm playlist um yeah that it really got loads of like a load of plays from there so i don't know how it works to be honest like whether or not like spotify are constantly analyzing every single song and analyzing like people's behavior like list, like listening to like so, like 30 it's seconds all, it's all yeah it's all it's all algorithmic apparently but um but no like i think life in short is like we did, we did like a really like shit hot music video for it and um and i feel like it, it probably is like out of everything that we released before idols it was the song that um had the had the uh i don't know had had the, had the spark or something i don't know but like you, mm-hmm, yeah. you can just yeah, you can just sort of tell can't you like the fact that it's getting more streams like or more organic streams um because we've always been like we just try to do it as like raw and organic as possible until like you know fingers crossed one day a big old label comes on board and <laughs> but um yeah. but yeah like it's uh i'm definitely really proud of it um yeah, we we recorded that song in in Par Street Studios over in Liverpool, um, where a load of like a load of big artists um have recorded over the years, like from like Coldplay to Blossoms to loads of people. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's really really good. Um, we are proud of Life in Short, and um, and yeah, just just you, don't, you never know until until you release a song, you just never yeah. know how it's how well it's going to do or how badly it's going to do. <laughs> uh, so. When you were recording Idols, yeah, was there something like you were aiming for? Because I've noticed, like listening to it, I think it would be quite good at gigs. Is that something mm. that you aim for with all your songs? Mm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, we always think about. I think being in the band in general, you, you're always going to sort of like measure 
this success of a song once you've written it and once you started playing it in the practice room and stuff whether oh, is this going to go off live <laughs> yeah and it doesn't have to be like huge sound and it could be like just me on the keys and like it could be really nice sort of like little sort of intermission <laughs> in, a, in a live set like it just it, certain songs just have like a general sort of vibe to them and if 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 you feel like i think like well we can say like we are releasing new music coming very 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 soon and mm-hmm. especially for this next one that exact sort of like um kind of like thought process going into recording this next song was like is this going to sound good live is this going to sound as good as idols live you know like it's it's kind of like this next song is all because idols has done so well and like getting loads of plays and stuff and radio play and reviews and we just wanted to have like a really strong follow-up um to it and we feel like we've achieved that um and yeah i definitely feel like the live element is 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 super important um yeah I think our, our sound lends itself to live as well obviously we've quite quite a big sounding um yeah song, uh, most of our songs are quite anthemic so i think in a live setting it really uh you know sells itself Mm-hmm. so when you're writing your songs where do you get your inspiration from and that's a question from at Kian Sut <laughs> nice nice hello Kian um, loads of places really um, I'm guessing you means more like I guess you could mean like lyrical and like and musical but um, yeah not location based <laughs> not, yeah not location based <laughs> um, it's a weird one really because like I feel like when we when we write our songs um, it's always music first. Like I know, I know, like a lot of artists sometimes like, have right. like a book of lyrics, and then they like work songs, work the instruments, work the yeah instrumentation around the lyrics. Yeah. But never, we've never ever written a song where lyrics have come first. And so it's always like piano first, and then coming up with like the drum beat, coming up with the chord progression, coming up with the guitars, bass, and then the melody is like usually the next thing. So like we're not even like right, we're not even thinking of lyrics before even the tune's been made and then and then the lyrics always come last for some reason but like but yeah in terms of inspiration like bands that we're that bands that they were into as kids probably um and, and and what we're listening to right now as well so like back in the day we were like because me, me and dan had very very similar music tastes just like writing all the songs being one year apart in terms of age and stuff and uh yeah it was like your muse coldplay keen klaxons kasabian oasis Radiohead, yeah. um, all those like noughties, nineties uh, bands, and um, but now like it's 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 different. Like I'm listening to like bloody Billie Eilish now, <laughs> and um, and and, and lo- loads of like different places to get um, to get like inspiration, even from like the production aspect of it. Like I feel like there's so much you can do, like manipulating piano and drums and just like the core elements of what makes our sound us i think the piano makes us stand out from most other indie indie bands i think that's having the piano so like the clean sound of the piano and like the almost like the grandiose sound of the piano that we get from like maybe like influences like muse and things like that um but like lyrically lyrically it's different like anything uh, any sort of inspiration really um <laughs> i think idols was a bit unique for us on lyric on the lyrical front um like we've had like this question quite a few times in terms of like what does the what does the like the the chorus mean and stuff and it's just like 
it's it's weird. It's kind of like almost the song sounds kind of happy, but then the lyrics are, sun, are sort of dark in the sense of like, say, say yeah. if you sacrifice someone, um, for like your passion or your hobby or something that you believe to get to. I think that's essentially what the lift, the literal meaning is like, um getting rid of this person like nothing's nothing that they'll say will change your mind like give it a week and you'll be like rivals of this person and give it a year and, and, and you'll be idols both of you will be idols because you sort of like got rid of your distractions and then you, you, you i guess that's like the, the, the sort of the literal but it could be interpreted in many ways but <laughs> but um but yeah no it's just it just it comes and goes really but like those are the bands that, that we um definitely look up to and aspire to uh to be as big as one day <laughs> Yeah, so when lockdown started, you had a lot of big gigs planned, so Liverpool, Sound City, Gorilla. But so when it ends, what gig are you most looking forward to? Mm. I'd definitely say Gorilla, because um, hometown gig, uh, biggest gig in our hometown that we'll ever have, like Manchester. I mean, we come from like Norfolk originally in Cheshire, but um, over the last five years, like, the majority of the band have lived in Manchester and yeah, we definitely see it as our sort of like our hometown now. Um, and yeah, it's just, it just feels like a milestone to us, you know, like um, from like mm-hmm. selling out um, like night people last year in September, that's like a 220 cap. Um, that was like a 18 and over sort of gig. Um, this gig's going to be like 14 and over. Um, so a lot of people who, do, who couldn't see us, like a lot of younger folks couldn't see us last, last, last year yeah. can see us now. And um and yeah, like 550, 600 cap, like if we sell it out whenever, then like obviously we've, we've rescheduled the date now to Friday the 25th of September, but like, who knows if it's going to still have, if it's going to have to get rescheduled mm-hmm. again, like every single day we're, we're sort of like looking at the news and thinking like, shit, is it, is it going to have to be rescheduled again? Um, because of like, you know, social distancing probably still, probably will very much likely to be a thing even in September, but yeah. it's hard to predict, hard to predict, nobody knows until we get a vaccine and until we um until we understand more like of the virus and how it affects people i guess it's gonna there's, there's always going to be some sort of some form of social distancing and probably like things like gigs and you know um events with like more than 100 people um that'll probably be the last thing to get you know to get uh approved again <laughs> like for it to be legal again <laughs> so um so yeah it's a weird one it's a weird one but we definitely say gorilla in terms of our own gigs and then yeah like we've got a few festivals like like not Liverpool sound city and things like that and obviously these have all been rescheduled as now now as well i think the sound city is like september time yeah the, the day after gorilla actually yeah you're right good weekend if it goes ahead <laughs> but like yeah god knows if it's gonna happen god knows so used to being brothers do you think that helps the band um i'd say so yeah i mean like from a, just from the fact we live together, I think also helps. Uh, makes makes yeah. it easier. Obviously, we've been lucky in in lockdown that most bands are all split, like member each member somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's something that we've been lucky to capitalize upon. And the fact that we can do sort of like joint sessions in our living room um, together and make it a bit more, yeah, sound like a bit more like a band still. Um, but yeah, in terms of us being actual brothers and whether that helps, I think like. I think it does because I think we're very much like, I mean, not everyone gets along <laughs> um, if, you, if you're siblings, but I think we're sort of, I think me and Dan do get along quite well. Any argument that we have is like 
fizzled out within like 30 seconds and um i feel like like-minded where it where it counts for, like what you need to land you yeah. know we both have similar um thoughts and opinions and interests um but that, that matters a lot yep and so we'll just go on to a couple of questions from followers uh this is from at hello hey 52 <laughs> hello hello <laughs> Hello, hey. What was a song that you enjoyed recording the most? Oh, I'd say Idols. I think I think um, yeah. it was the first song that we recorded with our new producer, um, Dave Watts, um, in over in Castleford, um, near sort of like Leeds and Pontefract, Doncaster sort of way, and. Um, any one of those locations sounds right. I can't remember which one it is, but it's somewhere up there. Pontefract. <laughs> Pontefract. Yeah, Pontefract. And um and yeah, like it was just a great experience working with him for the first time. Like he's 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 produced like the Kaiser Chiefs recently and loaded up with big artists yeah. and um it was just great. Like we just lost our minds in that studio, the chair works up, up north. Um like it was just like Candyland because like they had like a load of like really really nice grand pianos and upright pianos and we could like manipulate the, the piano sound to have like three or four different pianos and, and like merge them all together and it just created like this really nice ambient um sort of like foundation for the tracks and and yeah it just 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 idols felt like a little bit of a step in a different direction for us as well like with like a really big bass line and and i don't know it just it just feels like even the groove of it feels like a difference what we've done like the, the drum like the drum beat and stuff like that it just feels like it's got a different feel to it feels like it's got a different feel to it <laughs> um but yeah, it just it, it just, like, it just seemed like it was a lot. Yeah, other it, tracks really captured. Yeah, it just song. feels like this is what we sound like what live. Sound like yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely say idols. Yeah. And then the final one from Art Supersonic Fan Club. What's your favorite album of all time? Ooh, that's such a difficult question. Favorite album of all time. <sighs> I think for me. The one band, I don't know if, they, if it's a guilty pleasure these days because I know people people aren't as they're not as popular. They're probably they're probably more popular in the mainstream now than back in the day. But mm-hmm. my favorite band, the band that I will always listen to when their music comes out and when, when their album comes out um, on day one, is Muse. And um, and yeah, my favorite album by Muse is Black Holes and Revelations. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like I think that's their fourth album, um, yep. and I'd say that's my favorite album of all time because of the fact that um, it just feels so um, like if you can listen if you can listen to all the songs from start to finish. I mean, I, I probably like like my favorite songs by the band are probably on Absolution, but um, I don't think the album is as a whole is as strong um as black holes mm. i think black holes it just has like everything you'd ever want like the song that you feel like yeah. would get to number one in the charts and then like a song that you feel like it's going to be the best thing you'll ever hear live um which is probably like knights of Sidonia, the best song in the charts probably like supermassive black hole or starlight and then you've got like really cool like experimental songs on there that you that really surprise you like um city of delusion um soldier's poem and yeah just there's just like there's even songs that are like like just 
listening to for for different reasons on the on that album. Like Matt probably problematic yeah. is one of my favorite. That's probably my favorite actually on the album. And just like a really driving drum beat, and like it's got like piano elements in it. And um, I could literally like yeah, I think that is the reason why it's my favorite album because I can super analyze it <laughs> from start to finish. And <laughs> and um, and yeah, it's 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 great. Like Invincible, like what a great tune as well. Go on, Dan, your turn. <laughs> Well, I'll try and stay away from music. Obviously, I was as as instant as you probably. Um, although I, I reckon I actually listened to Resistance more than Black Holes. Mm. Like when I was younger, I listened to them all. But I remember streaming the Resistance. Like wasn't even on the stream. It was on iTunes back then. Just like over and over again. But if I, did, if I didn't say Muse, just yeah, I'm just thinking back to so what album have I like literally sat down and like listened to over and over and over again. And when I was younger. I listened to Yours Truly Angry Mob by the Kaiser Chiefs like a gazillion times. I used to listen to that album like and that's when I was really getting like just starting to like proper get into music and something about that album. I just like yeah. kept kept listening to it. I didn't, I had no idea, just just a good time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go with that. Right, and just before I go, well run albums, should we expect to see an album from you anytime soon? Ooh. I'd I'd I I don't wanna like give false hope because probably yeah. not because um unless we get signed in the next three three to six months <laughs> i feel like um it's all about singles at the moment for us um just consistently <laughs> releasing singles so it's not like we you won't get any music from us for like half a year we're like we're listening we're, yeah. we're, we're sorry not listening we're releasing releasing um singles like we're trying to release like every every 10 weeks you know um yeah. and just consistently releasing high quality singles I think is the way yeah. to go until until we get to a certain stage where an album makes a lot of sense but I think we yeah. always seem to sort of like write in songs of four so I feel like each every fourth song you can kind of group into a make belief EP sort of thing <laughs> so you're, you're yeah. sort of here that these sort of next four well Vinny actually recorded and written the next well the next two which will make three the fourth one still to be written but um, yeah it's kind of an EP of sorts, but drip-fed drip throughout the year, I'd say. Our singles. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Our pleasure, Kieran. Thanks so much. Cheers for having us. Thanks for listening to the second episode of Buckeye Culture. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening and leave a review if you're listening on iTunes. This can help me grow and improve the quality of my podcasts. If you want to see more content like this, you can also check out my Instagram, at Buckeye Culture, where you can also send in questions for next week's podcast.